Advent scripture texts give us the opportunity for biblical character sketches. Last week we had John the Baptist, the locust-eating, camel-hair-wearing prophet in the wilderness, and I suggested with a colleague's idea that we need John the Baptist tree toppers instead of shiny stars to help us to prepare a way for the advent of our Lord Jesus Christ. Next week we will study Joseph, who is given naming rights to the Lord. And today we circle around Mother Mary, one through whom God makes space to bear Christ into the world. Howard Hunter was a Latter-day Saint and a lawyer by day, and he happened to get published in McCall's magazine in 1955. And this is what was published. This Christmas, mend a quarrel, seek out a forgotten friend, dismiss suspicion, and replace it with trust. Write a letter, give a soft answer, encourage youth, manifest your loyalty in word and deed, keep a promise, forego a grudge, forgive an enemy, apologize, try to understand, examine your demands on others. Think first of someone else. Be kind, be gentle, laugh a little more, express your gratitude, welcome a stranger, gladden the heart of a child. Take pleasure in the beauty and wonder of the earth and speak your love and speak it again. Though these words were authored in the 50s, literally in another century, these suggestions of hunters seem to be a way to prepare and to make space for Christ. To make space for Christ requires a certain being present in the now. The author Louis Lamour said that few, few of us ever live in the now, in the present, because we are forever anticipating what is to come or remembering the past and remembering what has gone. Remembering and anticipating leads us to those distractions of the past or the possibilities for the future, and they make us miss what is right before us. For Mary, whose life was hard under Roman oppression, living in the now was about her response to God's call. Here am I, let it be with me. Each one of us has been given the space to live between our birth and our death. None is excluded from this grand adventure of life. We simply work through it differently. And I wonder, how do we, like Mary, make space for Christ? In Luke 1.39, having accepted her call from God by saying, let it be with me. Mary arises and heads to the hill country to visit her cousin Elizabeth. Mary arises. There is this hidden resurrection tucked into the scripture. The hiddenness is in the Greek word. The same word used for Mary rising up to go visit her cousin is the word which is used for Christ's resurrection. 
When God stakes a claim in your life, when God calls you to make space, you get up and you go. You participate with new life in God. And when God makes space in us, we arise and we participate with new life in God. And we sing. God is always doing a new thing. When I went to Rhodes College, I actually applied to Southwestern, but I graduated from Rhodes. My mother said to me, you must try out for the Southwestern Singers. She said that we'd been going to their Christmas concerts for years and that those concerts were transformative, so I had to try out. And when a mother says must, you roll your eyes because you prefer a basketball court or gymnastic tumbling to hours of rehearsals and singing scales, and obedient to a fault to your mother, you try out. In a building called Tut Hill, standing on a concrete floor, five of us young women, freshmen, stood together in a straight line. The accompanist, David Ramsey, sat at the piano, and the director, Tony Gardner, barked orders. Stand there, sing this vowel, follow my direction, listen. And later that week, our names appeared on a bulletin board posted on a sheet of paper, and I was officially a singer. The singing was God doing a new thing in my life. I learned about leadership, and I sang sacred music, learning about scripture through song and in community. As a choir, we traveled and we sang in back road country churches and in large cathedrals in England. And we learned together how to make space with accountability, with showing up, with accountability to something beyond ourselves listening with one another, showing up in the now, and making music together, especially music which told the story of God at work in the world. In December of 1944, beloved Idlewild pastor, Dr. T.K. Young, stood and preached a sermon in this pulpit and it was a message about making space for God. There were several young men from our congregation who were called away to war, and these were Dr. Young's words. It is obvious that the madness and hatred and violence of mankind run counter to the major notes of peace and goodwill. Likewise, the suffering from lack of food and clothing seemed to mock all levity and cheap merrymaking of Christmas parties. But it is a time to take hold afresh upon God in Christ in order to steady our hearts against the anxiety and sense of burden that presses down upon us 
It is time to make a place for that fellowship that brings peace and confidence to counteract that fear that haunts. T.K. Young was preaching about God who broke into time through a peasant girl named Mary, who sang about God and God's new thing, who continues to break into time through each of us and through us together. God shakes up the status quo with this hidden resurrection, teaching us to sing. God scatters the proud, like throwing wheat in the air and separating the grain from the chaff. God brings down the powerful and lifts up the needy. God gives mercy through generations, and God fills the hungry with good things. God teaches us to make space, like Mary, to sing, and that our singing, it bears witness to Christ's light at work in each of us, and especially through all of us. Darkness is a reality, and it gathers around all of us everywhere, as it has through time, whether under Roman oppression like Mary or a church with her people away at war. In this interim season at Idlewild, God is doing a new thing in us, and Mary is teaching us how to make space. She sings. She receives the blessing given by Elizabeth. There is no Jeremiah-like refusal. I am too young for this. There is no Moses-like refusal. I don't know how to speak well. Mary simply accepts the call, and she sings of all that God has done. It is a time to take hold afresh upon God in Christ in order to steady our hearts against the anxiety and the sense of burden that presses down upon us. It is a time to make place for fellowship that brings peace and confidence to counteract the fear that haunts us. And it is a time to trust that we are being called to make space for God. As Betsy Hood said in her Advent devotional yesterday, God's call to sing, it is never a punishment. It is always an invitation. Might it be so for us. Amen.